Welcome to Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden, mother, and crone. Looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Welcome back. I'm here. I'm your host, Kristen, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Amber and Cindy. Hello. And, uh, of course, welcome back if if you have been here before. If this is your first time, welcome to your first visit with us. <laughs> um, we are thankful for all of you uh, coming in and Amen. Uh, visiting yes. us every Wednesday. And uh, this week we are discussing grimoires. What is a grimoire? And does that even mean anything to you? Is it something of value to you? Uh, could you use one? What could you put in one? All of that. Like, we are defining something that doesn't have to be defined. Yeah. If oh, that yeah. makes that's sense. A good, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's something that's personal to you. So here is what, um, for those who don't know what a grimoire is at all, um, basically it's a book of spells or uh, that's like it's wider known uh, purpose um, anyone who might dabble in like uh, herbology herbology uh, crystals anything in the metaphysical realm uh, even if you have a book of prayers I would say that mm-hmm. probably would be uh, fit for a grimoire or a grimoire in a sense uh, it, scent diffusers Oh, essential yeah, oil if you have diffusers. like little recipes you, for mm-hmm. your scent diffusers or um, if you have like little rituals that you do for certain things and you might write those in, uh, that would be a place where you would put those in a grimoire. So you may already have one and not realize it. I kind of like to think that cooks who have like their personal go-to recipes all in a binder, especially that's their if you grimoire. Don't sh- especially if you don't share them. <laughs> oh, but yeah. If they're like your sacred secret recipes, uh, that, that would that be is your grimoire, a grimoire for a kitchen. Yes. So um, a grimoire, uh, I'm not going to get all uh, like historic on it, um, like where the like term was coined or anything like that, but... Uh, just because I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I don't know. I, honestly, um, I never even I'm heard sure. that term until right. I read um, Wicked. Uh-huh. And yeah. she was talking about her grimoire. And I was like, yeah. what in the world so is she talking grimoire about? grimoire is actually, I believe, a Latin or Greek or something, a form of another word. We don't know. We'll, whatever. We'll post it you on You guys the- can go look it up online if you want. Yep. <laughs> You're grownups, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, Maybe. Um, another Some term days. that's really uh, commonly known in like the Wiccan group is Book of Shadows. Um, also, I think there's a couple of TV shows in the 90s or so that had like witches um, and they talked about their Book of Shadows. So I that don't was really like that there. term. I, I don't know. There's such a negative. Right. Well, and I figured we get into that, too. Yeah. And yeah. And um, just kind of talk about like the the different terms. I when I first was intrigued by like paganism and Wiccan practices and stuff like that. Uh, I started a book of shadows, but I felt like the word shadow was kind of a a interesting term, especially for like the Wiccans who believe that their practices in the light and that they don't do dark things. I felt like shadow was kind of dark and in, in, uh, talking about shadow work just recently, um, you know, we were kind of talking, it was like two weeks ago, right? We were talking about doing shadow work and on the podcast and the blog. 
No, that was like a couple. Oh, man, of- time flies. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, anyways, <laughs> that we'll link several, that too. Several weeks ago. But yeah. we were we were talking about how we thought shadow work when we first saw, like, what is shadow work? We were like, is that like evil witch stuff? <laughs> so, um, well, I just think that um, people have made the term shadow well, negative They've connotations the, like oh it's dark negative shadow. right right it's you're a witch because you do certain things but mm-hmm. in right. reality it's what you make of it it's not what anybody else makes right of it. and right. i would say that there's probably a large amount of people who have a grimoire that don't even claim realize to be a that witch that's what or, or they don't claim yeah. to be a witch yeah right i i had a book for a long time and and it really was just collected um, things about Scorpio and, you know, and mm. sun signs and things that I thought were curiosities yeah. and some herbs, you know, like, yeah. um, I consider myself a light worker, which means I, you know, anything that I do, um, because I have a Christian faith, I believe that everything I has that I do should be in li- in alignment with, with my faith and that I can't do things that are dark like you would call that um and so you know everything I do I I just had a book of things you know that were that I felt like were okay to do you know I can Mm -hmm. I can have diffuser oil you know do scent um aromatherapy and things like that I did a lot of those things and they were in my book but Mm -hmm. um technically that that is a grimoire. Even yeah. when I yeah. had that book of these are the combinations yeah. of sense so, ideas. So to get back to like what a grimoire is, it's basically where you would stash all of that information that you've collected, learned, um, practiced, whatever. So Your you know. quote unquote spells or whatever. But you right. know, they're not really spells, but yeah. you know it. Yeah. So some people might. I don't call mine spells. Yeah. Right. But, and some people uh, would, like I said, you know, if they have a list of all of the different um, essential oils that they like and what mm-hmm. they use them for, they might and keep that in, in their grimoire. Yep, I do. So um, I uh, keep a list of all of my crystals that I have, I have and what well. uh, mm-hmm. their meanings are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, also a running list of crystals that I have yet to collect. And then combinations of crystals. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I keep a, I carry with me a, I call it a good vibes bag, but um, a combination of crystals that I always carry with me that are specifically there to promote good vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you might have like, I'm going to use the term recipe loosely in that because you have this combination of materials mm-hmm. that you put together to get such and such right. results so you might have several pages in whatever format you might put it in a spiral it might be in a binder you might have spreadsheet this fancy yes there are a lot of digital ones some people want to get like a fancy leather bound book and put it in there bullet journaling is a really big common, oh, yeah, one, now common one now for a grimoire um so uh just that idea, if you did any of those things or other things in your life, you could, in a sense, make your own grimoire. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious about what other people, like our listeners, um, might want to put in their grimoire mm-hmm. if they were to create one. Mm-hmm. And you guys, so obviously, you know, you said your crystals mm-hmm. and your, and your, um, well, um, I am like, uh, Cindy and Kristen. 
I am very big on aroma therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it, I mean, it, that wasn't that wasn't like the first metaphysical thing that I was well, ever into. Well, it's not into, really metaphysical, although the metaphysical yeah, people treat it that way. I right, guess, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, even my my physician uses aromatherapy mm-hmm. and recommends mm-hmm. it, and a lot of psych uh, psychologists. See, I can't even talk today. A lot of psychologists, therapists, and stuff mm-hmm. also use it in their practice because well, it it has very it has medicinal known, like it known has known results. effects yeah. on your well. On your they say unit. that your sense of smell is one of your strongest yes. forms of memory. Yes, and when you talk about like going into someone's house and they have like that like wax melt going, or they have um, a candle, mm-hmm. a candle going, yeah. and it's like warm cinnamon. Uh, biscuit or I'm like yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. of the food uh, yeah. cinnamon roll <laughs> I do I like to do like you, a you scent of like and... the week you know mm-hmm. like a combination of scents right. per week and I kind of keep those notes down yeah. in my notebook of yeah. what scents work and what scents don't and right. what scents give me a headache and exactly. everything like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's in, in mine on that same topic. I, you know, I use a scent diffuser as well. Um, I bought it from Kristen. She sells Scentsy in case you need to know. Um, <laughs> and, we'll uh, link her I know, in the I blog. I was so trying not to be like, you walk into someone's house and they have Scentsy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but right I now have, I have Palo Santo going in my yeah, house I right have now. A, yeah. I have a lot of, you know, my, my I have ADHD. And I also sometimes have a little anxiety or a little depression. And I use mine to help with my concentration. So when I am Mm -hmm. working or doing my planning for the week and things like that, I I have a ritual of turning that on to create a certain atmosphere that helps me think better. And so um, I've been experimenting with different scents, Mm -hmm. different fragrances that um, help you concentrate. And, and so that's the recipes, you know, as I change mm-hmm. the recipe and adapt, um, you know, I'll put one more drop of this and see if that helped a little more or whatever. And I'm just keeping track of it like scientific research. Mm-hmm. Based. And it really is. It's a lot like a scientist's right. research notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and that's one of the first things that I started uh, keeping track of. Yeah. And I just, I have a... Um, she was talking, Kristen was talking about the different kinds of, um, you know, books or whatever that people right. use. And I was actually, I was like, oh, you're going to like help, help me segue right into that. I am. I am because, um, I, I have a, a little, uh, disc bound planner and I used to just put those notes in the back of there, but then I started finding that my notes were getting bigger than my planner part was. So I just made my own. Um, it's a, it's a leather bound, um, disc, disc bound planner. And I took the planner pages out of it and, um, or I bought just the cover is what it Mm -hmm. is actually. And I put little dividers. And so I have, um, all kinds of dividers in here. One of, one of my dividers is affirmations, Mm -hmm. um, because I'm really big on positive affirmations and, I think we all need to be reminded, you know, that we're, I am enough. I, I'm doing the best I can, things like that. And so I have pages of just of that alone. Um, and then I have, 
um, different ones about different ceremonies, different kinds of ceremonies and celebrations. And I have one that's about the chakras, you know, and um, some more kind of Eastern beliefs. And I love crystals. I've always loved mineralogy. Um, Earth sciences was my favorite science in school. And I was just talking about that with my students the other day, how they needed to take geology in college. That was my one of my favorite classes. Yeah, that was and so I've astronomy and geology were two of my favorite classes in college. And um astronomy. I always do that. (laughs) I'm from Texas, woman. (laughs) Astronomy is astrology. Right. Right. But, but, you know, I, so I have, I have a thing of crystals of different kinds of, uh, what kinds of crystals or rocks or minerals, however you want to call them, um, which ones can be exposed to water, which ones will fade Mm -hmm, in sunlight, mm -hmm. um, you know, different, different places where they're found and things like that. Um, I have a whole thing, uh, a whole section about shadow work, which we talked about in that previous Mm -hmm. episode, which is, you know, um, kind of doing that self-healing, dig- mm-hmm. digging deep in your own psyche to find the things that trigger you or cause you to do, to behave in certain ways. And, um, and then I have, um, as, as I've mentioned before, I love tarot because it's a great uh, introspective way to look at yourself and um, have some things to look at or work towards or whatever. And so I have a lot of um, stuff about that. And then I have herbs and, and things like that. And, you know, herbal medicine has been around, um, for eons and people are kind of beginning to rediscover Mm -hmm. some of those Mm -hmm. things. And as we get out of the box food world, people are starting to appreciate that stuff. again, Right. And And we've uh, talked about stuff like that on the podcast before the holistic approach to migraines podcast. Mm -hmm. And, and so I keep a lot of those kind of things too. You know, what, um, different kinds of natural plants, uh, particularly in Texas, um, you know, things that you can find out in nature here that, that are helpful and, or things that you can grow in your yard, um, you know, like basil and, um, mint and things like that. And you know, yeah. there's all kinds of things. And, and they have a lot of different uses either by eating them, smelling them. Some of them make topical ointments, um, and they're and they're great ways, you know, aloe vera. Hello. Right. We all know oh, we all use aloe so vera. So many you know, uses right? for aloe vera. And and so, you know, having just having a track of those things and because it's sometimes it's so much information you can't remember all of it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really mm-hmm. what it is for me is that's my scientific notes of what I've experimented with and yeah. Yeah. and what I've learned. So Yeah, that's um so when you're kind of talking about like your personal experience with that Um, I feel like the book of shadows is oftentimes regarded as the one that's like the personal journal of the experience. So like, so why am I like, whenever you say that I keep picturing the movie Hocus Pocus and then the skin book with the eye on it. I keep picturing Mm -hmm. that. I'm sorry to interrupt. That's exactly what that is. That is exactly. That was her grimoire. So every time, like when this whole time when we've been talking about it, I've just been picturing the skin book. And the evil dead, the Necronomicon. Yes. Yes. The evil. 
Evil Dead. Yeah. And then. Um, uh, the one in the Care Bears with the, yes, the face on it. Yes. Oh, my God. There was a bad. There was a yes. Book of Shadows in the Yeah. Dead. That actually, like, was like a disembodied like witch or something the kids oh. opened it at the carnival and she was like telling them yes what to do. yes with yeah. the, and the lady's head came out and yes. it was oh just God. like uh, yeah Obviously, i know this is I a this is a uh, kids this movie is, right but this is where you well, know mainstream society in the smurfs too yeah uh, yeah yeah gargamel yeah oh yeah and i'm sure he had a book too so um merlin had lots of books he and, did uh, he yeah. did yeah. So Yeah, but all those are evil people. So except Merlin. Yeah. Well, there's the, right. there there's could be that. an argument about Merlin. There's, there's, there's a yes. lot of debate. Depends we're, on which we're, books we're just, you read. We're yeah. just going to have to do a whole podcast yeah. on oh, legends. We should. Um but yes, so mainstream uh you know, media does kind of shed a bad light on the Book of Shadows hence where it kind of has like a dark terminology to it. But um, like I was saying, the Book of Shadows itself, I feel like the grimoire is like your, this is what this, you know, crystal does. And this is what this color candle can do. And this is what you do whenever you, um, it's you know. It's your class notes. It's right. your scientific it really, study. Well, it's it's like a textbook and that's the Wikipedia right. and definition. And the Book of Shadows is more of like the journaling of the experience. So oh. I used this candle for this many days and said this affirmation for this purpose. Oh, and this is so, what happened. Yeah, and, and so like... You okay. could keep them in the same place. I'm not saying that that's the rules, but that's kind of like where I get well, that vibe from. Is it kind of like two again? Separate I think things. there are no rules. So. No, yeah, I, there I really think the only one that I remembered seeing like a lot of people say, and I don't, I personally don't believe in this because I feel like there's like a a sharing the wealth kind of thing, but a lot of people don't like to share the inside of their grimoire, mm. um, and maybe that's because they. Um, you know, maybe they're not wanting to share the one with their personal journaling and stuff, but some people regard that as super sacred secret. So, well, and see, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I am not of that belief because if you look at a, a I mean, if you even want to look at more traditional things like a coven, mm-hmm. there might be only one book of shadows that they all use and or yeah, that's typically what it is yeah with a coven is that they all or, share the same book and they put their all put their notes puts in their the same information book. in the book yeah yeah so your coven might have its own book of shadows right but i, I would imagine that, that that that's of course if you choose to practice with a group you mm-hmm. can have well, your own and, and again you know this is all you know a lot of this stuff who knows you know because every group of people choose to do things differently well, and the, and our media has influenced our views of those right. things and i was also thinking too that maybe the whole idea of it being super secret sacred is the fact that people were kind of in the broom closet for a really long time oh, I absolutely mean, for fear of life i wouldn't just be like leaving it out on the counter oh, for no. any passerby no, it's secret you would not yeah. you would only let somebody you truly trusted and right well, I mean, and this is like my first time publicly talking about it. Well, so, and I mean, you know, really, <laughs> sort of, though, of my think circle. about it. Sort of. You would not have shared it with anyone except for someone you were grooming to take your place when you were gone. You know, if you had a 
an apprentice or something, you know. True. And um, and your apprentice would have very limited access to it because you would not want your apprentice to steal it mm-hmm. or to damage do, it, to damage it, mm-hmm. or to do something with it that they weren't Worthy skilled enough or, skilled or whatever, enough. you know. Um, or that, that Mickey Mouse, he did well, bad yeah, things. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> he literally did. Right. Yes. <laughs> when you started saying that, I. Hey guys. So we just had a little technical difficulty and we had this really long pause where we had to stop what we were saying and wait for the you know technical difficulty to go away and yeah so So uh, we kind of forgot what we were talking about we we were talking about the media and mickey mouse was bad boy (laughs) um but uh so yes uh we were talking about different types of like uh personas in the media how they're portrayed and their grimoires um but just kind of to rein the topic back in um you know, I was kind of talking about like what I thought a grimoire was and um, I wanted to kind of put like how I have mine organized. So on the blog, there'll be, you know, some outlines you'll see from Monday's post, kind of like where I've started on mine. I actually had to start again. Um, I was collecting and doing all the research and reading all the books that I was intrigued by and my best friend and I... Um, used to go to the library every weekend and we would spend like all day at the library just uh looking at the different books that they had and um writing down like the different uh things that like the color symbolisms and um which is psychology. combinations yeah. and stuff yeah. like that yeah so we we had like i had this really awesome note going uh, notebook yeah <laughs> so i guess i lost it somewhere in the multiple moves that i have i kind of put it down and and was not using uh, my time to work on it and then it got lost somewhere and so then i decided i'm gonna go back and use some of the notes that i still had um they, they go all the way back to like 2008 and uh continue building my book of knowledge and um I haven't made it a permanent home right now. It's in a binder so that I can make a page of information, put it on the page. It gets filed into the different tabs where I have them sorted. And then I hopefully someday will have some of the layout and idea of what order some of the pages go in because I do have a nice leather bound book that I want to, um, Kind of almost like bullet journal into it, you know, artistically add, right. you know. So, uh, you know, where I have like the page about quartz crystal, it'll probably have its own page. And I might put, you know, the properties of quartz crystal, yada, yada. So I kind of have some ideas of how I want to break it down. But Amber, you have like a book that um, you had mentioned something about how to write a spell or something like that. Cause that's something I'm really interested mm. in. I believe in creating your own spell versus like uh-huh. going online. And I mean, you could definitely go online and find lots of different things, but I like the idea of like crafting your own. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was really intrigued when you mentioned a book. Well, um, so I guess I look at grimoire book shows, whatever a different way than, Y'all do, but this has always been something that has fascinated with me. Like you said, like both of y'all, I do the same thing, take notes over different 
over different things and so on and so forth. And I bought a book and I was trying to look like to see when it was published. I mean, I have a lot of books, but <laughs> this is one of that's my an f- understatement. Right, 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 a right, lot right. is an understatement. Amber's the, house is a library, literally. I have like <laughs> a, an, an author <laughs> that I really like, a metaphysical author, but he writes a bunch of other things too. Like on, he writes a lot of books about writing. Oh, and but he's also does like he also write writes books about soulmates and stuff like that. So. He, he writes a lot about fe- um, fe- metaphysical topics as well, and his name is Richard Webster. And uh, he uh, wrote a book that I picked up. It was published in 2001. So I want to say I probably picked it up either around that time, maybe a couple of years later. I know that I've had it like forever and I have two different copies of it because one got like, remember when the apartment flooded? It was at right after you oh, moved yeah. out. When we, yeah. One, the my very first copy of it, that was probably like 2005, got ruined. Well, I dried it out and everything so you can still read it, but it got ruined in that flood. And so I have multiple copies of it, ones that I've highlighted in and so on and so forth. I guess all of my favorite books I have multiple. What is it called? Sorry. Oh, I am so sorry. Uh, (laughs) It's called How to Write Your Own Magic, The Hidden Power in Your Words. And um, I didn't pick it up like uh, for like the whole witchy grimoire aspect. I picked it up because I collect books on writing and metaphysical books, but you know, it talks a lot about um, how you can use the magical power of words to make your dreams a reality. Which is manifesting. Yeah, so it was manifesting <laughs> before... Ma- manifesting and this, it, was a thing. Yeah, yeah, it was manifesting before manifesting was cool, I guess, because it was written in the early 2000s, and I've had this book for... I don't know, 20 years or so. Yeah. So I guess I've been manifesting before manifesting was cool. But Okay, that, hipster. Right? <laughs> so this book really got me into numerology. And it really got me in. And then studying the Enneagram got me in even more which, into numerology. Which is actually psychology as well. Yes, You know, yes. a lot of... And this is the thing, is a lot of this stuff is psychology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of these things are considered pseudoscience because well, there is yeah. no, like, defined, yes, numerology. Well, You're I'm not a talking born about... five, so you have these traits because well, you yeah. can't really measure it. But the Enneagrams right. are, um, they're not based on that necessarily. They're based on your personality traits and you fall into right. the you know kind of like the Myers-Briggs yeah. puts you into a, a certain thing and yeah. those are scientifically yeah some people don't think they're science well I, well there are yeah. there are scientists who believe psychology is not a pseudo yeah so, exactly so true I mean. so true yeah but it you know many but other people will disagree so you're very right like when I was uh, kind of looking at the description when I wanted to talk about it manifesting did come into mind so like it's basically like giving you tips on how to write your own manifesting how to write your own magical you could 
turn them into spells because I mean manifesting in a way is kind of like your own personal spell to bring your thoughts and feelings and wants into existence. A prayer is a spell. Mm -hmm. Yeah and so yeah you it's basically like uh, giving you tips on like how to write your own prayers how to write your own manifesting even though they don't use the word manifesting because that wasn't a thing back then right but um and then also like how you can use numerology to in your writing as well that's that sounds cool. like a fascinating yeah. book i may have to check that one out yeah um yeah it's now nowadays what they would probably call it is um scripting which is we've talked about mm-hmm. before yeah. i believe so and positive affirmations and positive affirmations so but yeah. i've definitely like used that in my writing and you know like a, to to give it like kind of a magical feel but i've used it especially the numerology aspect in making names for my characters in mm-hmm. the stories write. that yes. i write Yes. And that, I know that sounds a bit extra, like a... Everybody, it makes them more <laughs> real to you, though. Well, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, yeah, when whenever I come up with a character name, then, yeah, I will do the numerology on that character to see if it's the right fit. Mm. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, that's one of the things that I have. So, like, my grimoire is in five sections, and I only picked five because of the leather bound book that I got has like five groupings of papers stacks mm-hmm. of paper sewn together mm-hmm. if you know like what I'm talking about like inside of a book um you know they're kind of like signatures folded over. they're called signatures signatures yes thank you yes. I was like I know that I did not know that's what yes. that was called yes. binding terminology yes. each set, sewn section is called a signature right and so I wanted to limit myself to okay I only have this much space for this you know, section. Mm-hmm. So I have. You can always um, do grimoire two whenever you're done. I with know, the first right? One, right? I totally could. I totally could. But I want to make have sure two different everything books. that's in there is like <laughs> very meaningful, and that I don't have like fifty different pages of notes of the moon phases when I can just yeah. put, you know, five pa- pages together mm-hmm. in a row in my signature of those specific things. Right. So um, I have. One section that's correspondences. So, like your color, stones, you know, days of oh, the week. Correspondences. Yes. That's a good way to call you're, it. You're yeah. definitely going to have to write a blog about this because I definitely want to. Yeah. Word. Mondays. Yes. Mondays blog. Yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah, correspondence is a section. Actually, the first section is, um, and I wasn't sure what word I was going to use, but I. I think I figured it out this year. I wanted to, one of my goals, my spiritual goals was to write my spiritual manifesto. So um, a lot of people have like the Wiccan read at the beginning of their grimoire or their book of shadows, which is like harm ye and harm none or whatever. Sorry, I don't know all the words to the Wiccan read, but um, they'll have that like in the beginning. That's kind of like their rules they go by. Um, So I'm like, I want my own rules. I'm kind of like in a rebel in a sense. I want to be creative and make my own experience. So um, the beginning of that page is, or that signature, thank you, is going to have my own um, manifesto, like the purpose of the book, my personal beliefs, which are, you know, 
infinite. So there's lots of room because it's a whole big signature. Right. And then, um, you know, any like personal like things like the, you know, celebrations and stuff like that. I and- like that you're going to do that. You know, okay, so I don't really have a grimoire, but I do have my APN that has yes, all of this stuff grimoire. in it. Yeah. And at the whenever I start a new APN, I put a manifesto at the beginning of each APN and then the date that I started. Nice, nice. And then I do like a ending manifesto at the end mm-hmm. of it and the date that I ended cool. it. So that's oh, really interesting. Okay. Uh, the, the inter- another interesting thing is that um, one of the One Little Word projects that we have uh, had uh, this year uh, back in February was um, it was writing your manifesto. And I thought that was really interesting when you said that, Kristen. So um, maybe that was what gave you that idea. No telling. <laughs> I don't actually remember doing that one little word. Oh, maybe you skipped that one. I may have, because <laughs> I'm really bad about not doing all of it the... is, It is, yeah. But I might yeah, have to try I, the one little word thing. I have, you need to. Uh, <laughs> it's good. So I have, like what you would say would be like the quote unquote spells section. And I feel like that's kind of like a loose term for me because I don't really think Mm -hmm. of them as like spells. But I mean, if you think about mixing a couple of, um, you know, essential oils together, that's a potion, right? So it's just another word, but, um, I do have, yeah, it's all about intention. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have, uh, exactly. And that's, that's why I like that. It is intention. So like when I stir my coffee, in the morning, I try to say like a positive affirmation and I stir it to the right because I feel like and that if I is make, a spell. Right, well, I, when I, I make practice of that recipes, I kind of do like intentions. Like when you were and I were talking about over lunch, I know y'all don't know what we're talking about, but Chris and I had a conversation over lunch about how when we make a recipe, we just put a bunch of stuff in it and uh, we just kind of know that it's going to go together. Right. And I feel like, you know, if I were going to, like, meditate on, you know, healing my heart because of something sad that happened to me, I might do a couple of different things to make myself feel better, right? Right. Some people, or to get yourself in the Some people mindset. go and turn the TV on and have some ice cream and have some tissues and... And that's their ceremony or their ritual, ritual or exactly. whatever you want to call it. And right. so there's like certain things that I like to do for certain things. And so I'm slowly adding those type of things into one of the sections. And then one of the other sections is um, all of the divination type stuff. And I say divination because it's not always like obviously like tarot cards I don't do those to divine my future all the time sometimes I just use them for insight but I have tarot rune any information that I pick up numerology uh the chakras I have um and a different places obviously that's not part of divination I consider that like tier two um of my grimoire so like you have your correspondence which is like hey this is what all of these herbs can do for you and then I have like the chakras and those type of things in a tier two. So mm-hmm. I would probably do like my crystal grids, chakra meditation in like that section. And that's where I've kind of like I have all these notes and I'm still trying to like organize them. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to just open the page of my book and start taking notes. 
and then flip to another page and have something totally unrelated next to it and then have like 15 pages of crystals and the moon like all mixed up in in between so right right because i'm super obsessed with things being like organized and having a method right um so that's why i've got it all in a binder and i'm just using like wide rule paper to write my notes um and then whenever I come across something new, I, I can go, oh, here's something that kind of goes with this. So I can just open the binder, stick it in there, and then close the binder, right. and then all my stuff. And that's why mine's in the disc bound yeah. thing, because and then I have, it's easy to just print it off and exactly, stick it in. Exactly, yeah, and just punch a hole and stick it in. And I have quite a few pages where I'm like, oh, I have this giant bag of star anise. Like, it is huge. Like, it's like a five-pound bag of star anise. It's like... <laughs> takes up like half the cabinet why do you have a five pound bag of star anise? because you know you send the husband to the store to get star anise and then he comes home with like the giant bag of it right <laughs> and i'm like you know Sounds familiar. i bet there's a lot of cool properties with star anise and sure enough you can use it for luck and healing and all kinds of things so i'm like cool so then i i'm like I did a little bit of reading, but I didn't have time to do a lot. I just, it came across my mind. So I got a blank piece of paper, wrote star anise, and then I put luck and healing on there. And then I stuck it in the book. And then mm -hmm. one of these days I will go in and I will do the research on star anise. And then, you know, it'll probably get alphabetized. Right. I imagine. Right. That's probably where I'll go. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence um, I have seen instead of having like a separate page for each herb, because if you want that, you can just get a herb almanac or right. whatever they call them. Um, yeah, like there's I have a so many almanac. books that I have mean, just yeah. all the herbs and what they do and what you could do with them. Right. And what not to ingest and what not to turn into incense because it's a carcinogen and stuff like that. So, I mean, you could go purchase the book. Someone's done all the research, you know, it would be silly to just copy those books page for word for word. Right. So one of the other things I'm kind of on the fence on is I could just do a page that is luck and then write all of the things that are for luck. Oh, yeah. That's a really good I, idea, honestly. And I'm, I'm torn. I'm like, should that go in correspondence? Because typically the correspondence would be like Friday and all of the things that are right. Friday. Or full moon, what corresponds with a full moon. Or Jupiter, right? Or those kind of things. Or red, the color red. Or do I go the other way? So that's where I'm kind of like, dang, I don't know how I want to organize it. Or do I just want to double like up and do both? table. I was about to say, <laughs> really why, don't, why don't you just do both? Yeah, or I you, probably will. Or, <laughs> or way, you have two cross-referenced. Yes. You have, yes. You have two books and then you set them, you know, because you want to do it in like the big, nice leather-bound book or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you have them, you all have them in, you know, like uh, notebooks or whatever. Which I kind of have something like that as well. But, like, uh, why don't you do it both ways mm -hmm. and then see which way you... Is the most useful. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of why I like well, the idea it, of the binders. And it may depend on what you're looking for, right too. Now and find, yeah. Having it both ways, uh, you know, one at one point in time, you may be looking for all the things you could do with Star mm -hmm. Anise. Or... Right. Or in some on some other occasion, you might be looking for all the things you can do with luck. You know, right. so it's kind of like how I have my lesson plans organized because I have them organized a few different ways. I have them organized by grade level, mm -hmm. and then I have them order organized by concept. Like if I want to teach foreshadowing, mm -hmm. and then I have the many different ways that I can teach 
that. Mm -hmm. And then I also have them organized by genre or, you know, category, Mm -hmm. so to speak. That makes sense. Kind of like a. And that way, when I go and search, if I'm like, you know, and then I, of course, have all these millions of subcategories. You don't even want to know my brain and how (laughs) I've organized my lesson plans. And I have them in physical copies and digital copies just in case the apocalypse happens and I still need to teach school <laughs> because that's like how my mind works. Y2K, but much, like, much uh, later. If, 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 uh, I ever, if my computer, okay, small like story on the lesson plan. I walked in to school the other day and my teacher computer didn't work. So of course I'm like, let's pull out the physical copies. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I'm a paper person too. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, I mean, I could easily keep all this stuff that, that we're calling a grimoire, digitally online yeah I could you know what look it up or whatever but I like having the paper and when I am thinking about something that I saw an article I read or a picture or a recipe I don't go look online I can flip through that book so much faster then I could flip through files on my computer and I think Mm -hmm. that's what happened with my old grimoire I think I was like, you know what? I don't really want to like just have this laying around where other people can see it. I'd like it all on my computer. And because this was when, you know, people started having like little websites mm-hmm. where they would post, you know, like all of a sudden like people you can are do posting both. spells like, and who stuff says online. You can't do both. Yeah, and so then I did have like a lot of links and stuff where I would find like, oh, I really like this website because it shows all of the, you know, Roman and Egyptian and the Greek deities. And well, just what their print out like your like. things off of the website, yeah. honestly. Like you could have a, and that's like know. a really cool concept of which is something that I might try to do. You can have a digital grimoire yeah. and a physical right. grimoire. But I think, I think a lot of people think that just because... Well, I can look that up on the internet anytime I want to. So why would I, don't I need keep to save a paper it. copy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. For me, I actually enjoy the studiousness, if that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like taking I physical enjoy, notes. Yes, mm-hmm. I love yeah, exactly. taking the well, book and like going, "Ooh, that's a good point," and writing it down well, in my write, own words. Physically writing out your notes is proven to assist you in memorizing the things, and that's how I do it yeah that's bright um yeah that's exactly what I do like I can't learn it unless I physically I, write it I like uh-huh. to write if, notes as you well. know y'all tell me stuff or whatever and I'm distracted and I'm not writing it down I'm not gonna remember it yeah right, right. when I think also too I'm really excited about actually taking the final product and going page by page and artistically adding the notes right that I created well it's it, in a way that it becomes a work of art for it's you. It's a labor of love. That to, is exactly to do what that. It is. Yes. Like just like keeping my bullet journal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I there's there's no reason I should have a money tracker in my bullet journal except I enjoy the physical task of creating these little yes. charts and writing things out on in the in the Right, and that's what, for, like, the the herbs, like, I kind of have, like, this idea where I want to, like, draw a picture of the herb in the bottom corner and then have, like, a neat little border. Right. A simple border, not, you know, maybe even if it's just a liner on the page. 
and having it have like its own stylized like that's right. one of the things you know that and I'm a pretty thinking pretty of. font for the title and yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's kind of like and I want to do it all in like pen ink yeah you know and I'm also like well do I want to color in it you know with like colored pencils mm-hmm. or do I want to just leave it black and white um, so those are a lot of things that I've been thinking about because it is like once you start adding it to that book, it's like, whoop, there, there it is. You know, that's the end. So I'm still kind of on the fence about um, what I want to put in it and um, how like stylized I want to make it or if right. I want it to be completely functional. I will um, share a link of one that's a bullet journal one. I don't think she updates her website anymore. It's pretty old. Um, but I really like her functionality of it. It's um, just like literally like bullet points and it's like luck. And then she has like literally like I was saying like she'll have a page of luck and then it'll have like blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, just little dots. And it's just notes. Yeah. It's not no frills or anything like that. But I really like that idea too of how she just goes right to the right. source of information that you need. Right. There's a, a another way you could do it too, and this is something I started doing with my bullet journal. Actually, um, as a lot of bullet journals have a key in the front, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, and I found this works for me. Like if I have a a topic in my bullet journal, because I just the next page, the next page, the next page. Well, I can't write a table of contents for everything that's in there because there's not enough room. So that's my biggest fear is yeah. I'm not going to have enough room for the table right. of contents. So I just put-, put things in there. And so that what I wind up having is a key. And so everything that is um, on a theme, like you could do luck. Mm-hmm. So you could write luck in your, in your key. And then after it just list every single page where luck Mm-hmm. Is one of is one of the things that one comes the up themes, on, yeah. the, on one of the themes. So, or the color red, everything mm-hmm. that lists the color red, and that way, if you you or someone else who is studying your your book can look at it, and you know if they're looking for something, it it it's really like an index, like you would have at the back of the book, but it's really at the front of the book. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think that's kind of like the way hers is outlined is she has like uh um she'll have like a a wash for good luck to mop right Mm -hmm. and then she'll have one of the ingredients is moon water and then right next to moon water she has page seven and then when you flip to page seven it's the instructions on how to make moon water right and then um you know when you go back to her wash she also has like um, say positive affirmation. So it's a wash, mop, positive affirmation, and moon water. And then you go to the page that says where the positive affirmations are. Right. Boom, boom, boom. She's got them all listed right. out. So then it's not like this scrolled out looking, you know, tricked out page with right. like this little simple wash where she's got all this frou-frou drawing and stuff with it like what people think like a spell book looks like right that's not what hers is it's literally just like here's this and then you go over to moon water and it's like when to do it how to do it how long what to use the supplies needed blah 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 so it's just very like structured so it's kind of interesting yeah 
Cool. I'll, I'll, uh, I think I'm going to look forward to looking at marry that the two of very structured but also artistic at the same time. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. the idea of the artistic part of mm-hmm. it. But, you know, I like to draw. I do that in my bullet journal, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, did any of you guys have any other things that um, you wanted to bring up or questions or answers or? No, no, not that I can think of. Yeah, okay. I think I've covered everything yeah. that I can awesome. think of. So, yeah. well, I look forward to anybody, um, you know, any of our listeners or uh, readers of our blogs. If you also check out the blogs, you know, definitely check those out. Amber and Cindy will be posting this week too. They may or may not. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to talk right? about. Yeah, well, so, y'all yeah. know I'll probably at least mention the book that I mentioned here yeah. on the well, and podcast. I will link that on heard it on the podcast. Yes, yes, as well. yes. So, so those any of the things it should that we be talk about up already. A, so, yeah. um, and then um. I don't, and yeah, my blog will come out tomorrow. So I, but I don't know what I'm going to write. I'm going to go home and write that up. And <laughs> <laughs> there is no telling where it will go. So, all right. Well, I do want to thank our listeners um, for sticking with us all this time. What do you think about this podcast? Do you want more like this or less like this? Or um, did we just other... scare you off? I know. <laughs> did we just get a little too woo woo for you today. Um, would love to know what your opinions are. So definitely let us know. And um, we do want to thank uh, Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for the gear and our music. And um, what are we talking about next week? Next week we are talking about gardening. Yay. Yeah, gardening. More yes. herbs. No, <laughs> more herbs. Yeah, yes. more herbs. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to talk about. I don't know. We... we we made these lists of topics and I have no idea what I was thinking about when I suggested it. So, um, it, it could just go anywhere. <laughs> right. Because so, I don't garden, but I'll, I would love maybe to get started. Well, yeah, and I, I haven't some tips gardened and in a long time, so we'll, we'll have to. We'll be talking about okay. how we don't garden. Y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tune in to hear us talk about not gardening. Oh boy. <laughs> so, well, look forward to that. I know it'll be interesting. So, yeah, it will. Um, but, uh, you know, we got lots of interesting ones coming up here in the next few weeks. So definitely check us out every Wednesday. And, uh, again, thank you listeners for yes. your listenership. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Yes, we are. And join us in the conversation. Yes, on yes. MMC Chat. Which um, you Facebook. Can, you Facebook can get group. to it through the, our uh, Modern Musings Facebook group, uh, mm-hmm. page. So Yes. Yes. Also oh. linked on our website. At modernmusings.net. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And we will see you next week. <laughs> oh, I knew she was doing that. I know. She was looking at me. She's like, Bye. Just get Bye. it over with. <laughs> Bye.